were all jealous of one another. The only way the leaders of this horde kept the demons from fighting each other was to keep their hatred focused on the people they were riding. However, these people would often break out in fights with each other. I knew that some of the armies that came against Israel in the scriptures had ended up destroying themselves in this same way. When their purpose against Israel was thwarted, their rage was uncontrollable, and they began fighting each other. I noted that the demons were riding on these Christians, but were not in them, as was the case with non-Christians. It was obvious that these believers had only to stop agreeing with their demons in order to get free of them. For example, if the Christian on whom a demon of jealousy was riding just started to question the jealousy, that demon would weaken very fast. When this happened, the weakened demon would cry out, and the leader of the division would direct all the demons around that Christian to attack him until the jealousy, etc., would build up on him again. If this did not work, the demons would begin quoting scriptures, perverting them in a way that would justify the bitterness, accusations, or other satanic influences they were spreading. The power of the demons was clearly rooted almost entirely in the power of deception. But they had deceived these Christians to the point where they could use them, and the Christians would think they were being used by God. This was because banners of self-righteousness were being carried by almost everyone, so that those marching could not even see the banners that marked the true nature of these divisions. As I looked far to the rear of this army, I saw the entourage of the accuser himself. I began to understand his strategy, and I was amazed that it was so simple. He knew that a house divided cannot stand, and his army represented an attempt to bring such division to the church that she would be powerless and ineffective. It was apparent that the only way the accuser could do this was to use Christians to war against their own brethren, and that is why almost everyone in the forward divisions was a Christian, or at least a professing Christian. Every step these deceived believers took in obedience to the accuser strengthened his power over them. This made his confidence and the confidence of all his commanders grow with the progress of the army as it marched forward. It was apparent that the power of this army depended on the agreement of these Christians with the ways of evil. The Prisoners Trailing behind these first divisions was a multitude of other Christians who were prisoners of this army. All of these captive Christians were wounded, and they were guarded by smaller demons of fear. There seemed to be more prisoners than there were demons in the army. Surprisingly, these prisoners still had their swords and shields, but they did not use them. It was a shock to see that so many could be kept captive by so few of the little demons of fear. If the Christians had just used their weapons, they could easily have freed themselves and probably done great damage to the entire evil horde. Instead, they marched submissively along. Above the prisoners, the sky was black with vultures named depression. Occasionally, these would land on the shoulders of a prisoner and would vomit on him. The vomit was condemnation. When the vomit hit a prisoner, he would stand up and march a little straighter for a while, and then slump over even weaker than before. Again, I wondered why the prisoners did not simply kill these vultures with their swords, which they could have easily done. Occasionally, the weaker prisoners would stumble and fall. As soon as they hit the ground, the other prisoners would begin stabbing them with their swords, scorning them for their weakness. The vultures would then come and begin devouring the fallen ones even before they were dead. 
The other Christian prisoners stood by and watched this approvingly, occasionally stabbing the fallen ones again with their swords. As I watched, I realized that these prisoners thought the vomit of condemnation was truth from God. Then I understood that these prisoners actually thought they were marching in the army of God. This is why they did not kill the little demons of fear or the vultures. They thought these were God's messengers. The darkness from the cloud of vultures made it so hard for these prisoners to see that they naively accepted everything that happened to them as being from the Lord. They felt that those who stumbled were under God's judgment, which is why they attacked them the way they did. They thought they were helping God. The only food provided for these prisoners was the vomit from the vultures. Those who refused to eat it simply weakened until they fell. Those who did eat it were strengthened for a time, but with the strength of the evil one. Then they would weaken.